Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Good morning, sunshine. 14th day of January 2021. You're listening to the Good Morning Amigo show on Sirius XM 145. Your host, Larry, the Amigo Milian. Coming at you. Alongside Frank Fernandez. Hannah will not be in today. Frank! <laughs> Good morning. Um, I know you watched hockey last night, right? Yeah, I did watch some hockey last you night. You did, you did. Okay, good, because I didn't, and I only heard that it got sexy, so we're going to talk about that during the show today. But we can't start the show with hockey, unfortunately, because we have a diva alert, ladies and gentlemen. Are we going to create like a siren for a diva alert every time we talk about the team moving forward? We're going to have to, because we... Do you have an impromptu siren that you can use right now just for... Off the cuff, we didn't discuss this as usual. Not necessarily, but I'll try to find one. I mean, I can find one very easily. I think then go for it. I just I don't think go I to YouTube siren. and just do it. Though. Yeah, that's what my plan would have been. Oh, okay, so you want me to do that instead? Yeah, because I don't have a siren. You don't have a siren? So you want me to just do that, though? Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll, I, I think I can do that. So as we go ahead and break a diva alert, right, we're going to find the right sound for this, right, Frank? Just... Just to make sure that on this 14th day of January 2021, we can uh, make this the right thing, right? I mean, should it be an ambulance? Should it be an alarm? I think it should be like a nuclear alarm. Well, yeah, ooh, I don't know about that. Why? Well, I just don't. I mean, that's a little much. You don't think? Like, aren't you concerned? I feel like this one might be more apropos. I'm just throwing, you know, suggestions out there. It's very subtle. It makes its point. Well, we can't play that too long. And then you do that. Why? Because it sounds too much like the streets? It sounds like a police officer. Okay, so then we got to go away from that. listening to in the car might think that... All right, so that's not the one. That's not the one, then. So this is the one. That works. That's the one. That works. That's the one. Done deal. That's the winner. Give me that link, and I'll go ahead and get it. Diva alert. Diva alert. Oh, I love it. Diva alert. That's great. We found it. <laughs> you like that one, huh? I love it. Problem is I lost it already. <laughs> how do you go back to the last one on YouTube? I don't know how to uh, go back a page. Oh, I just have to go on the go back page? Yeah. Oh, there it is. I found it. Now. Simple, Larry. It's not easy? No, it's so simple, Larry. Oh, it's so simple. <laughs> a caveman can do it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying. Welcome to the club, bro. Thank you. I haven't heard him in a while. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> we haven't heard that one in a while. That's, <laughs> that was good. Good inter- in- in- interaction with John Gruden on that one. He likes welcoming us to the club. So, bro. okay, I'm going to send you the link, Frank. I think I am at least. I'm learning how to use this computer thing. This is new. Us, cave- <laughs> us cavemen didn't do this thing before, you know what I mean? There's your there's your link to your siren. So now we have a diva alert that you can play from control center, right? And then we can do this we can do this segment. What do right. you think? Right, right. Is that the right way to do this? Yeah, we'll save this for the next segment, possibly. Oh, so it's not gonna work now? Oh, I mean, I can get no, no, I got you. I got you, brother. You got me. I got you because I'm me. You got me. 
Is that what you're telling me? You got me? I got you. I got you. Give me two minutes. Okay, two minutes are up. You got it now? Wow. No? What two minutes are you talking about? No? That's what I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. All right, so we have the siren alert. That's good. See? See? You got it. There it is. I got it. So we have a diva alert. James Harden has been traded to the soon-to-be New Jersey Nets because the, the city of Brooklyn is going to run those clowns out of town. I'm telling you, when they don't win a championship, you ever seen a guy from Brooklyn pissed? So now everybody in Brooklyn is expecting a Hype. They're all hype right now. Bro, we're going to win the ship, baby. Kyrie Irving. This is our year, baby. Forget the Knickerbockers. It's all about Brooklyn. That's what the streets sound like right now, right? Right there, yeah. Right there. Right there by the Barclays. That's how it sounds. Yo, Brooklyn in the house. You know what I mean? But you know what? The Italians like the Knicks anyway. They're not going to waver. Listen, this is going to be a train wreck. Kyrie Irving going through meltdown number five or six. Like, what's going on with that guy? You know, the way you resolve it is you just get institutionalized. You put yourself up for a couple months. You get it all out of your system, and you come back on your man. Homie's a looney tune, bro. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. So it's going to be Kevin Durant, James Harden, and uh, missing in action, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I think they're going to start putting his pictures on the side of milk cartons. Like, like that's how missing he is. They asked the coach yesterday where he was at, and he's like, oh, I haven't been able to communicate with him. So nobody knows where he's at. Well, apparently the cutout business is done in sports because we're not seeing any more cutouts. But that would be a good one to have a cutout of Kyrie on the bench just to troll him. <laughs> Beautiful. <sighs> so I was analyzing this over dinner last night. Frank, name the five players in basketball I hate the most. Dislike the most. Hate's such a terrible word these days. Loathe. Loathe is better than hate. Hmm. All right, so Paul George. Paul George is one. Okay. Because he, he's... <laughs> he's a muerto. Go ahead. Um, Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert's no longer in the league. So. Ah, oh, that's true enough. Fair enough. All right, so LeBron. Ooh, let's put that on the side for a minute. He could be. He's that's on the bubble of five, the top five. But but you're missing the obvious ones. Go ahead. That's a side dish, right? That could be, could not be. We'll go over that. That's a player to be named later. Go ahead. James Harden. James Harden is number two. Hmm. Basically, you can make an all-star team from the players I hate. Go ahead. Draymond Green. Draymond Green is three. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is four. Yeah. Go ahead. Just go to the low-hanging Brooklyn fruit because that's exactly who's the other one. Durant? Yeah. That's why I didn't put LeBron in there because as much as I rack on LeBron, I at least appreciate LeBron. I just can't stand Durant. I think he's a big old crybaby. And his mom is the MVP. If she played basketball, she'd be better than him. I, I, I can't stand that guy. It, maybe it's a personal thing, but all those guys are all-stars. All they have the same thing in quality, you know, the same quality in common. You know what it is, right? They're all DBs? Well, they're all, you know, that sound I sent you. Anytime we talk about him, I want it to be like a diva alert. Yes. Yes. Starting lineups for your diva all-star team. Leave it on. Put it on a loop, bro. I love this. Point. 
Point guard, Kyrie Irving. At the shooting guard, James Harden. At small forward, Paul George. <laughs> At power forward, Kevin Durant. And at center, the big crybaby himself, Draymond Green. In fact, I'm going to create a team and I'm going to make Anthony have to play me with that team. I'll play it with that team's going to, I don't care who the bench is. I'll take whoever on the bench. It doesn't matter. I need to have those five players. So you're going to take those five players on one team. And they suck and I hate them. The only person that can make them win is me on a video game. Because those guys are going to make losing fun. Oh, my God. I may actually have to peek in once in a while from up above and see what's going on in the implosion in Brooklyn. Oh, this is going to be funny. Oh, my God. What do you think is going to happen there? The, the, I guess Harden and, and Kevin Durant get along still. Is that the case? Um, I guess. Maybe they want to do some sort of a reunion. So Whose idea was Harden it? already did the Westbrook reunion. Now he's trying to do the Harden reunion. You mean the Durant reunion? Right, the Durant reunion. Oh, it gets old after a while, huh? Wow. <sighs> well, that sounds like fun. So we'll talk a little bit about that with our youngsters. Have the right group to do that with today. Yeah, they like their basketball and stuff. Four-team Megatrain. What are we going to do with our little uh, Karis Levert jersey here in the hallway now that he's no longer with Brooklyn? Uh, it stays up there. Okay. It's not his fault he got traded because got traded because of a baby. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's obsolete. It's not obsolete. Sure. No way. No. Why is it obsolete? Well, he's not on that team anymore. But it doesn't matter. It's part of history. And he came by. But and couldn't, couldn't you say that the only one, like, if you wear a jersey of someone who used to play for a team that no longer plays for the team, that guy better be really good. Because if not, you just look like the guy that hasn't got, had time to go get a new jersey. I can't hear you. I guess he was the star. That, because remember, Houston didn't want to pull any kind of a trade unless it was a good complimentary piece. So I guess that's the complimentary piece they found that was worth the trade. I guess that's what's the fine. biggest star? What's the biggest star on that trade? But you you him. You understand what I'm saying, right? I understand what you're saying. So like a Derrick Jones Heat jersey. Yeah, it won't fly. No, nah, it's not gonna fly. No, it's a hard jersey. That's a hard jersey. A Ray, a Ray Allen Heat jersey works. Mm -hmm. Even the LeBron because it was oversold doesn't sort of work. It but it works work. because it's a different number that it, he doesn't wear. It doesn't work. But I don't think it works. I look at that. And go, oh, it doesn't work. You missed the boat. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. So so some players even if that ilk it doesn't work. The so weight works. Wade always works. Bosch, not so much. No. Jordan's work. Jordan works, whatever. That's why I kept the North Carolina one, although it fits me like a dress. Uh-oh. Guys, just, she timed it, Frank. She knew we were about to go to break. What better way to go to break than play our walk-up song for the one and only admin GM herself, Patty Telechea. She walks this way every day, brightens us up with a hello and a mwah, mwah, mwah. 
How's everything doing? How you doing? Hannah's off today. She had to take her mom on an appointment. Other than that, we're doing swell. Another wonderful day here at Slam Radio. And again, we love it when you come through. You came out perfect today. Everything is wonderful. See, she comes check in and everything puts things where they're supposed to be. And, you know, that's what I like. This is beautiful. When we come back from break, Frank, we're going to get into what the hockey action was. We'll get the kids on as they jump on the Zoom. Did you hear about our friend Danny? He knows a little bit about music. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about Danny's. How does a 15-year-old know so much about 70s and 80s rock? This guy, this guy's really the goat in music. We have to talk about him because he's got to go somewhere. It's called Homeroom. <laughs> Back on the other side. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. You know what? A lot of things that don't, don't get seen on the air, and I'm not going to brag about it, but, but Frank, we make a difference in a bunch of kids' lives. I'm very Absolutely. shy to take credit for that stuff when they give it to me. But it's sort of a truth. Like when I can uh, move the chains with a kid. Good sports reference. Way to slamify that. I'm sorry? You like Way to how slamify I that. that? <laughs> That's exactly what I did. James Harden couldn't, wouldn't play for me. I've always said that. Well, he wouldn't because uh, he would get annoyed of you and then he would request a trade and then hold the team hostage until he got traded. That and I'd kick his ass for being such a diva. I'd get fired, but that's fine. But, and he'd probably stay because he's a better player than I am a coach. I don't understand the diva mentality. Do you, Frank? No. Do you understand where it comes from? I mean, because he scores a lot? Curry scores a lot. Why is he a consummate team player? Anybody ever ask themselves that question? Here's another question to ask yourself, right? In the world of mega deals and mega teams, right? How many, how many rings does Curry have, Frank? Say that again. I'm sorry. How, I missed how many rings does Curry have? In all the world of mega teams. What is it, three? Three. Yes, three. And how many rings does James Harden have? None. Hold on. He has two times four <laughs> plus three. Carry the six. Divided by five minus Carry one. Carry the six. <laughs> None. None. Yet. Ugas. Even Kyrie has one. Carry the six. KD's got two. But Harden, Harden, you got Ugas. Didn't he cost them? They didn't really cost them. They lost in five. But didn't he disappear in that final against the Heat? Yeah, well, he, he ghosted. Was didn't he? Bench player. He was That's the one he ghosted. Player. He had that thousand mile stare. Mm -hmm. And they got rid of him afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah, him and Westbrook were a match made in heaven because if you added all their rings together, 
you know, the only ring between the two of them was the wedding ring that Westbrook wears because that's it. <laughs> Do you remember a few weeks ago when they were talking about the heat and Harden? Frank and I held our breath collectively. You wanted him. No. Don't lie. No, I didn't want him. Don't lie, bro. No, Dude, don't lie to I me. I messed with you one day on the Don't ring. lie don't to me. Don't even go there. Don't, don't no, you don't go there. Don't lie to out. me. Frank, you said you wanted I did not. You know, the only the only thing you have to tell me is, oh, they want Tyler Hero. I was like, all right, never mind. Never mind. I'm going to let you live your fantasy. But you told me that you wanted him. No. Yes. I asked, why wouldn't you want him? It was the only thing I ever said on the air. And I know I exactly you, what I said. And I told you why what? Why wouldn't you want him? I asked a rhetorical question. And I told you what? That he's a because cancer. he's a cancer. He's and I said, diva. why do you refer to people as a disease? Because he is. And I agreed with you when we were off the air. Right. On the air, but I on played the, air, the role. I'm allowed to pull this card because on the air, you said you wanted James well, Harden. No way you know that I don't want him. And I have a, collect a collection of work to prove that I don't like that guy. I did that that day. It was more to ask the rhetorical question. This guy's been orchestrating this for months. <laughs> Oy vey. Good morning, young Padawans. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you lucky young lads today? Doing pretty well. How are you doing yourself? I am, uh, you know, living the dream is what I'm told. For whatever it's worth. I like that. I can't hear you guys. I don't know if it's me. Is it me, Frank? Huh? It might be you because I hear them fine. Okay. Well, maybe I it might help if I put these on. Right? That might help. That usually helps. Hi, guys. Hello again. Hi. I'll try this again. <laughs> I've never done this radio thing before, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's and we'll, we'll teach Please. you this. Yeah, well, I'm sure I heard you know a lot about this radio thing. I don't know a darn thing about it. Not now. I don't want to look at the new outlook now. My goodness. Boy, so many options here. I just want to open this. How hard is this to do? Nicole, how are you, young lady? I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. So, so I loved your show sheet today, Frank. She leads off with, Twitter is calling out Kyrie Irving's recent behavior, comparing him to yes. Yes! Yes! The other K. Boy, these Ks are a curse with a K. Mm -hmm. Kyrie channeling his inner Kanye. <laughs> Comparing him to similar behavior with a, as a narcissist with bipolar disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this fits the bill. Great topic starter, Nicole. You want, to, uh, you want to elaborate a little more? Well, it's just... It was his behavior that fans were noticing that he was sort of a fool of himself and how he was uh, reacting. You know, his teammates were still playing and he wasn't essentially giving that same sort of uh, vibe and feel to it. He's been yeah. like this for like three years now, though, because with Boston, he went crazy, too. He, he's just an overall weird person. Yeah, but now people are really calling him out on it, though. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Finally. Well, Sheesh. yeah, he was never the greatest of players if, or if, teammates. Well, I mean, I don't, I, he's a great player, but but I don't think he's a great. Well, teammate. well, that's what I meant. He was never the greatest of team players. That that is very true, and and the, the talk show that it lives in my house that is hosted by myself and Anthony. Anthony could tell you firsthand some of the absolute dastardly things I've said about my feelings about James Harden. Like I just, so I'm trying to understand what mentality goes into being that guy. So Carmelo Anthony, always, it's, it's this, 
I call it diva mentality. When you get right down to it, you're a star basketball player, and part of being a star isn't all about you. It's all about your team. And the real stars that win championships make it about their team. And the less you do that, the worse you are. And the, and the scale of this is you can be as talented as, as LeBron, but if your team gene isn't strong, you're going to go three and seven or four and six, I'm sorry, in the finals. But you could be a superstar and have an even stronger team gene like Michael Jordan and go six and oh. And Jordan will pass the ball to Kerr to hit a shot to win a championship, and nobody thinks twice about it. Problem is, LeBron always does that. It's not regarded the same. Guys who are really high on the totem pole with talent but don't win titles, go look why, especially in that game. Baseball sometimes is per chance because Trotter's never won a title. He's the best player in baseball, or has been. So that's more of a per chance thing. But in basketball, like if you're a diva, I mean, if you're a star player, and you don't win championships, you got to go back and ask yourself: Are you perhaps a diva? I know, I know, I know. He's a diva and all, and but has Harden ever necessarily had the chance or the team to be able to get him to get to that finals? Other than the Oklahoma team, but remember, they were very young was, when that happened. They didn't have that experience. One game away from going to the finals against the um. In the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors, that series went to seven games. Wasn't it three-one in his favor, and they blew three straight games? I don't know. That was that was. Oh, the it was okay. three-two. It was three-two, and, and they blew two games. In the final game, in the final game, they missed twenty-seven consecutive threes. <laughs> so yes, he did have the opportunity. Fair enough. To I mean, I've, I mean, I asked a question. I'm not trying to make a. No, point. I know, I but actually, the kid blew me away with that. No, that's that's phenomenal. Wow, where did that come from? Dear God. I have a passion for not liking James Harden. <laughs> Gosh, where did you learn that? <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's what happened. <sighs> oh, my goodness, I tell you. That was good, Anthony. I'm actually a little impressed. You made a point. It was good. Yeah, I don't like that guy much. I don't know, but when you slide that team player thing, like I think a lot of good things happen. And then when you put a bunch of stars on a team that are not team players, like those three guys, scaringly enough, the one that could keep that together is Durant. Because he had a little Golden State injection. So he understands what it looks like. I just don't know how they're going to be able to distribute the ball between those, the three, those three heads, bro. Those three heads all need command of the ball. How are you going to distribute that? The, the, the logistics of that is going to be very interesting. Durant and Harden are the ones that carry a lot of pressure here, I guess. Because Kyrie's just going crazy. I think Harden's the one that gains all the pressure on this. I think Durant's kind of just flying under the radar with it. You haven't heard much of Durant. Durant's just playing ball this year. Mm -hmm. Kyrie's the one that's getting all the attention. Harden's getting all the attention. Now you put those two knuckleheads on a team, Durant's flying under the radar. Durant's the good guy here. Nobody's going to talk any smack about Durant. Agreed. Is Cooper getting dressed up today? It is National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Please tell me no. I believe he is. I believe there's a sombrero or so coming along. Oh, my God. Jen, what are you doing to me? Huh? With a poncho. He has a poncho. Jen, I try to defend you here. You know that. And a sombrero. Like, I try. I really, really try. Are you having a pastrami sandwich today? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't like pastrami very much. And they say that it tastes better on rye. I've tried it on rye. I've tried it plain. I've tried it on white. It that doesn't do me any. I mean, if there's what nothing. What kind of New Yorker am I? I just don't like it. If there's nothing else to eat, then there's nothing else to eat, and I'll eat that. But I'm not necessarily a fan of pastrami. 
Anybody, uh, well, maybe the show sheet woman herself. You want to tell me what ratification day is, young lady? It's with, uh, it's, it's the act um, when... Is this the historic America- act of ratification or whatever, the ratification yeah. act? Is that what this is? Yes. That's a I, thought, I thought you would like it because... I did. It was just random. It was just random. Well, no, I thought you would like it because your your room from when we last left, your your classroom, that I don't think is your classroom anymore, uh-huh. was I, more uh, decked out than any history classroom I've ever been in. Thank you. Therefore, thank you. I thought you would you would appreciate it I a did, bit. but I just wanted to rectify <laughs> that ratify was what you were talking about. Okay, that's a very good, uh, that, that's why I asked. And Nicole, to confirm, when I walked into Milian's room, the first time he put up all those, trof- uh, all those posters, I asked him, I go, so are you teaching history or are you teaching radio? I like history. History tells us about the future a little bit. You'd be surprised. History does good work. I like history. You don't like history, Frank? I wasn't a major fan. History always repeats itself. That's what they say. It was the best no, class no, no. to not be. History rhymes. It doesn't repeat. Oh, it rhymes. It doesn't repeat? Well, yeah. Not, not everything in history can be the exact same as it was before. It rhymes in action. It doesn't repeat itself. Mm, interesting. That's an interesting point. That is interesting, but it, it, it still confuses me. I can't wrap it around. No, it shouldn't be so confusing, kid. I, I, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. There, a little too much sense. Yeah, it makes a great sense. I love that, Nicole. It makes too much sense. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> That's all we need now. I'm going to have more confidence. For <laughs> uh, couldn't you just let me do it and that was it, but then you had to jump on too? Like, imagine. Now I'm gonna... Oh, she can hear me. I'm sorry. Hi, Nicole. I, I think you keep forgetting how to, how radio works. Yeah, I guess the <laughs> mic is on. I always forget. <laughs> yeah, radio teacher forgetting how to teach radio. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today our Panthers play, says no one. But my Vegas Golden Knights do. Excited about hockey on the other side. We'll talk some hockey. You want to talk some hockey? Hannah's not here today. That's the subdued nature. So we'll kill some time a little later with the Brooks. Yeah, I know. Not happy. Well, she brings energy, you know, and sauce. <laughs> sauce. Yeah, unless she doesn't get messy, you know. No, just keep it messy and with a lot of sauce. Yeah. She, yes, yes. You hear Anthony? No, you hear Frank's yes in the background. That's the funny part of that sound. Do it again. Do it again. No, just keep it messy and with a lot of sauce. Okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I gotta cut that. I didn't realize that. <laughs> But it, it, it ruins the phrase, so that's why I have to keep that. Yes. So good. All right, on the other side, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about we found the diamond in the rough. One of our students knows more about music than anybody else here. It's crazy. So we'll chit-chat about that on the other side. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two Aniga Manuela Pola, too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two Aniga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Two Aniga Manuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Two Aniga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Two Aniga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Two Aniga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Sorry, my brother. Sometimes I got to take care of school business. Moving mountains, mentoring. Never stops around here. Good morning, Amigo Series XM 145. I mix in a radio show in between my work. I tell people that all the time. Where's Danny? He's over here. Give him a wireless so you don't have to share a microphone. All right, one moment. You guys you the other day had an argument with me. About Drake. Remember that day? I've yeah, been, I remember. I've been butthurt about that argument. The kids yeah, weren't here, though. So it was funny that when I mentioned it to some of the kids, they laughed at the notion that anyone would think that I was wrong. I've mentioned this before. Drake has a tattoo of him walking the Beatles across Abbey Road. 
And then, you know, now the argument is, you know, because of all the Grammys, is he greater than the Beatles? And I just find it, what's the word I'm looking for? Comical is what I find. I think it's very funny. But a lot of my advanced students didn't even know it was a thing. So apparently we have a new club music expert. Not a, not a club like the dancing clubs. But we synergetically have a group of kids that aren't in the class. They're kind of radio club, which we never created because of the pandemic. But in theory, that's exactly the role they would be playing in this space. Uh, and our boy Danny's one of them. Danny surprised us the other day, Frank. Comes by all the time. Curious, looks around. He once in a while mentions a song he would be like, didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. And then we got into a conversation with him. And it comes to the point that he knows more music than a lot of you guys in the Zoom forgot. He's a wealth of musical knowledge. So I'm going to start, since I respect his, his opinion. What's going on, Danny? How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm here chilling, trying to do me. I got class in a couple of minutes, but yeah. So you got you to gotta run the class. So yeah. one of the 101s is you want to keep that microphone right here and not move it around so you can be right here under your chin is perfect you heard about this drake beatles thing drake beatles thing no explain to me so a lot of drake fans feel like he's bigger than the beatles because he's won more grammys or he's bad. Like, like, they just think this and i think it's comical because the the, the mere <laughs> business that they're in was borderline created expanded and blown up by the beatles to ever even put them in the same conversation don't get me wrong drake is now drake is today drake is definitely the thing love his music drake's not the beatles no i don't i don't feel like drake could ever be like the beatles because you got to keep in mind the beatles came out with bangers after bangers after bangers back to back and people were obsessed obsessed with the beatles so, like, comparing the Beatles to Drake is like comparing Bob Marley to, like, a, a little uh, a rapper. Like, there's no comparison whatsoever. Or that's in my opinion. Of course. And, and everything is an opinion. And by all means, those of you who appreciate Drake's music, like I do, understand the value of both. But when you come to merge it, the, the now is never, you know, oh, it's always better I get the Beatles, it's old music. She loves me. Okay, I like listening to Drake more than I like listening to the Beatles. Admit it. I'll admit it. I'm good with that. But it doesn't mean that I'm blind. Just thinking out loud, that's all. I, I needed someone who had a better musical perspective than me to get it. How is it that you know so much about music, Danny, by the way? Well, my mom, like, uh, she's really big into music. And, like, that's all she listens to all the time. So when I was little, she used to play me songs. And then um, over the times, like ever since I got Apple Music, mm -hmm. I expanded on it by myself. And I started finding like a lot of music that I really like or I'm really into. And that's, that's basically how I like got into it. All because of my mom. Cool. All right. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, it was interesting to learn that this kid has a lot of musical knowledge. But I had to, of course, for my own personal gain, Frank, I had to put him on so I could make my Drake point again. You know? Of course, of course. But he's bombarded me with music the last 48 hours. Like giving you songs to listen to? Yeah, yeah. Like my, I had to mute him for a second yesterday because he just went crazy with music. It was awesome. I told him, keep it coming, though. That's good. That's good. Um, thank you, Danny. I appreciate it. I know you got to get out of here. I appreciate you.
much, uh, much to do. So, Frank, did you realize that starting, I'm trying to think. So this week, right, Anthony? This week, is it National Pizza Week this week? That would be correct. This week is National Pizza Week. So it started, it started, let me get this correct. It started on the Sunday. It's the second Sunday of January. From the 10th to the 16th. Yes. Was na- is National Pizza Week. So we're right in the middle of it. So got to get a pizza this week somehow. Somehow, somewhere. Sounds like that's what I'm going to go ahead and get on uh, on Friday for dinner. Well, you're going to finish the week with that. That's very good. That's how you do it, bro. You got to go big. Grand finale, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Frank, let me ask you a question. Okay. How am I supposed to incorporate this song? You want to tell me how? Well, originally when I picked it, we were kind of talking about the whole Harden thing, so I figured we'd do something with that. Oof, that's impossible. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's our next song. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. Slam Radio, SiriusXM 145, Ozuna Te Bote. That song didn't age well. Remember I used to like that song? Really? You don't think? I just think you overheard it. That's what I, that happens sometimes. You hear it on the station. You heard it on wherever radio station you hear on the way home. I'm sure you just overheard the song. That's it. Yeah. Can I um? Can I ask you a quick question before we go to break? Sure. Go ahead. So. It's gonna take getting used to having. Two half times when I watch hockey. There's not half times. It's intermissions. Well, they're like half times. No, no, they're intermissions. They're half times. They're intermissions. There's no half. One's in one third. The other's in the second third. So they're third times. <laughs> intermissions, my friend. Intermissions. Third times. Okay, whatever you want to call them. What are they? They're I half like times or third times or you want to call them intermissions? It's yeah. not a play, bro. You gotta zam the ice though. 60 minutes of play. You got 60 minutes of play. And you got a Zamboni the ice. And two breaks and two 15-minute breaks. So they clean the ice during the game. That's cool. Yeah, they have to. Got to keep it fast. Gets too slushy. Puck slows down. Skate slows down. Play slows down. So they go ahead and they zam the ice every fi- every 20 minutes between every period. And the game's fast and it's worth it. Because the game slows down towards the end of the period. So everybody needs it. Hey, it's time to, it's time to zam. And for those rookies, Zamboni. Is what I'm talking about. Uh, Zamboni, jabroni, whatever you want to call it, bro. It's three, it's two half times. Why? Are you bothered by two half times? It's just different. It's great. It's two half times. Bro, it's great. Why is it great? Because usually, like, especially if you're going to a game and you have to go to the restroom or you have to go get some food or a beverage or something like that, like, you get up during, let's say, the end of the first quarter, and by the time you come back to your seat, there's already six minutes eaten up in the second quarter, and it's already halftime. Then halftime is just too full because since there's only one halftime, everybody crowds that concession area. So this way, you either can go ahead and do a bathroom break on one, or you can do a concession break on the other. You have plenty of time. You sit down, and you don't miss any action. If you say so. If I, I know so. I think it's just more chance to walk away and not finish watching a game. You have, like... Short attention span or something. No, it is. It's 20 minutes. 
it's 20 minutes that feels like five minutes because it's yeah, game so football half times are 15 minutes but there's so, but 40 minutes of breaks in a game no it's 30 minutes of breaks it takes 20 minutes you said 15 minutes so it's two 15 minute breaks. yes so it's two 15 minute half times Now he he kind of spit in here. Fifteen minute intermissions. That's literally a halftime. Halftime, bro. They just do it twice. It's the most. Time. It's the most action out of every single sport. And you guys are complaining that there's too long. Why are you? Def- We're not saying the sport's bad. Why are you so defensive about it? Because this guy's bothered about two intermissions. I don't understand what his complications are about two intermissions. This guy no, has a, this guy has like ADD or something. Like you have to jam pack the sport into his face. If not, he gets up and he, he, he draws like a like an attention span problem. What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> What's going on with you? It's two half times. I don't know what to tell you. You want me to put it another way? No, a half time is in the middle of the game. This isn't in the middle of the game. No, it's not in the middle of the game. No, it's not in the middle of the game. Well, when is it? After the game or before the it's game? After the first period and after the second. Period. That sounds like the middle of the game to me. It's not the middle of the game is in the middle of the second period at the ten minute mark. That sounds like the middle of the game to me. It is not. If you think that's the middle of the game, then I don't know what happened when you went to geometry. Well, you yourself say I'm good at math, right? You are apparently not geometry though. That's the part that you hadn't needed a tutor apparently. Two half times, bro. I don't know how you're saying. It's what? No half time. There is no half time. You know, that's actually a good trivia trick question. Like, how many half times are in hockey? Two. Like, two? No, there's none. There's intermissions. Guys, there's Frank. two half times. What are you talking about? This guy's crazy. Frank, I have a question for you, though. How long is the basketball half time? I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter. So it's, there's two third times. There's two. Well, look at look at it look at it this way. You know how the Heat get uh, got a lot of crap for making their halftime so long because of the jersey ceremonies. This way, they can start the jersey ceremony after the first period, and then they can kind of go to the side, and then when they come back, they can finish the rest of the ceremony, and nobody would have gotten offended. Well, you know, you're forcing me to do this before we go to break. I'm gonna have to look up what halftime means. Go ahead, look up what halftime means. Look up the definition of halftime: a break in the middle of something. Okay, don't plays, don't musical or like theater have intermissions because there's multiple intermissions. There are yeah, multiple but that's breaks. It's a theater. No, 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 no. Bro, it's because there's multiple breaks. That's why. I don't understand why you're so offended by the well, two intermissions. I mean, this is going to prove you right, but it still doesn't make sense. At a t- the time at which half of a game or contest is completed, especially when marked by an intermission. All right, and the definition of an intermission is a recess between parts of a performance or a production. So there's two breaks, two parts, and you call it intermission. It's not halftime, it's intermission. You win. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Like, really? 
What's this supposed to be? It's about your hockey intermissions. Do they play this in hockey intermissions? It's about the Zamboni. I know it's about the Zamboni. Do they play it in hockey intermissions? Not in the pro arenas, but they do in like college arenas and stuff like that. I play this while they're cleaning the ice. You ever driven a Zamboni? Never. Not as easy as it looks. It's a science to it, you know that, right? Yeah, and if you turn right, it goes this way, and if you turn left, it's it just goes like driving a car, but there's a pattern you have to follow on the ice. I don't know. You got to go around, and then I don't know. I've seen them do it before, but I wouldn't pretend to know how to do it. <sighs> Looks pretty cool, though. I guess. Fun. It feels cool. It feels like you're gliding when you're on one of those things. So, um, next time you go to one of the Panther games, I'm going to make sure that they put you on the jump seat so you can go ahead and ride the Zamboni. How do you make that happen? Because I'm Frank Fernandez, bro. I make everything. Anybody at the Panthers that you can make that happen. What? You don't know about our friend JC? He knows people that know people in the Panthers. And not even then, I can do it in the Hurricane game. So, no matter what, I'm going to get you on a Zam. Well, I'm going to definitely get you. Oh, God. So there's an impeachment for the second time on Donald Trump. Just, it's just. Uh, so remember, I've told you I've fallen asleep in history class. So doesn't impeachment mean that like they're going to remove him from from office? No, but you see, so Trump will be out of office before the Senate trial ends. Yes. Okay, but here's the senators will vote on impeaching a former president. But here's That's my right. point. This is the second time that he gets impeached. What happened after the first impeachment? Like they didn't take him out of office then? They didn't get the votes to remove him. Hmm. And, and that's not, not what that's not what yesterday was, right? That's just to move no, it to the Senate. Is to move it. Right. I, I made it. And now they have to vote to remove him. Right. Gotcha. Well, to, yeah. well, formal they, impeachment. Formal impeachment. Right, because they don't want him to run in 2024. This is on agreeing on a resolution for the articles of impeachment. And then it's a two-part process. Now, they, they introduce and pass those articles, but then the Senate is where the person being impeached actually faces a trial and potential punishment. So that second part will happen to Donald Trump when he's former president, which is kind of funny. I know. Kimberly, how are you? I was just going to because my understanding is you have a little bit of a depth of knowledge on this. Oh, yeah. I, I um, I'm like into politics, but doesn't it mean that he can't run for any kind of government official after he's impeached? So what 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 ends up happening? And yes, to answer your question is he hasn't ruled out running, but. The guilty verdict in an impeachment, uh, senators could bar him from holding office in the future when they do that, if they do that. So, yeah. I think, yeah, because I was questioning, like, I'm like, why are you going to impeach him if he's going to be, like, five after, like, five days or not even five days, like, probably, like, longer than that, but not more than two months he's going to become, like, he's not going to be in office for so long. So, like, I don't get what's the point of impeaching him. Trump's got but less like, than a week left in the White House. He's out on Monday. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tuesday, I think he's out. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are they Why are they going on with an impeachment? Well, what, the, the reason they tried office? the 25th Amendment him was because they wanted to remove him and then say he couldn't run for office. 
I yeah, would I would officially in Vegas terms lose the bet that I said he wouldn't complete the four years. So if he makes it to the end, I would I didn't make that gamble, but I would have lost that. You would have lost. But wow, what a road what to a those close. four years. That's stumbling across the finish line if I've ever seen it. This guy, um, you know what's weird, Kimberly? You like you like history. Do you know that I'm yeah, still very I'm still very uncomfortable with how he's been locked out of some social medias. I'm really, really uncomfortable with that. I don't think that's fine because, like, there's people on social media who are much worse than him, and just because of that, like, they're going to take him off social media. That's unfair. I think it's a bad look. I think it's a bad look, and then they get mad at the Republicans for standing up for him, right? Well, I wouldn't stand up for his actions, but... Unfortunately, this comes with a totality of irresponsible behavior on both sides. What he did was was deplorable, but to remove his American rights of freedom of speech is yeah, weird. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's weird. I feel like it's all petty. I, I don't know. I feel, it's it's kind of weird that they would do that. I understand why, but I, 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 don't, I don't feel like that was necessarily the right thing to do. However, he... It, what do we say in Spanish households? Ese la buscó. Very true. That is very true. Ese la buscó. Like, this is something he brought upon himself. Let's not make him out to be any saint or anything. This guy is a piece of work. But I think, Mr. Milian, I think that it's not fair to take off, like, freedom of speech off someone just because, okay, yeah, everyone makes their mistakes, but, like, I don't think it's okay to take freedom of speech from the president that's still the president. Like, you can't do that. I feel like here's, that's... Here's what I'd like to see, right, is that those rights be removed by virtue of him being put in jail because there's some criminal looks here that cannot be ignored. But, in, you know, I mean, even, even Scott Peterson, as we all knew he was guilty and couldn't really pin him, you know, like, like I lived his life. I mean, granted, everybody followed him around everywhere, but I... I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing, but it just seems like everybody has an opinion on it, of course, because he's he's that kind of person. But more importantly, you know, everybody has something that they want to say. So I would invite, you know, like it, people, this is the time now after four years of hearing what he's had to say. Now it's time to hear what the American part. They heard it in a vote. Now you just got to hear about what he's done. And, and some people feel like this is the adequate way to handle this. I, I'm concerned but I still, I want to know, I, I, I got to know what you say. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Johnson & Johnson working on a coronavirus vaccine that generates an immune response with very little side effects in their early trials. That's good news. That's the one I think Frank would end up going to. Seems uh, Jaguars and Urban Meyer in advanced talks to finalize a deal for the next coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting. I thought he uh, wanted to spend time with his family. Yeah, that's always is. And then he takes like three years off and then he comes back. Isn't that Wasn't that the amount of time he took off from Florida to Ohio State? 
I think that's up Anthony's alley because Anthony loves to hate on them. I'll look it up now. I hate them both, so yeah. <laughs> hate is such a strong word. Strongly dislike. Extremely dislike. Love it. Hey, you know, there's been a lot of social media talk about a guy named Eugene Goodman. Do you know who Eugene Goodman is? For the name, I don't know necessarily. I can't line up a face to it. Guys uh, being hailed as a hero after single-handedly holding back rioters from entering the, entering the Senate chambers last week. I've seen the video. He diverted attention, moved people away from the actual door that gets them into the Senate chambers, and then moved everybody out of the way. He's an Iraq combat vet, a member of the of, I guess the 18th Airborne Corps. And basically, this guy was a hero long before he was a hero in these people's eyes. They're talking about giving this man a Congressional Medal of Freedom. Served in the war and then back home as an officer. He won the day by doing that. You haven't heard about that guy? Um, no, I haven't. I looked it up right now. He potentially saved a lot of people from being assassinated that day. But at the same time, he's at the request that the media not publish his stories with his name anymore due to serious death threats he and his family have been receiving. Isn't that nice? You know who those people are, right? No, who? <laughs> so who would spend time threatening that guy? Who? I don't know. It's a good question. You got to ask yourself. Whoever threatening him, what's your ideology that you need to feel like he's a problem? I'm just throwing it out there. Food for thought. That's the world you live in. That guy's getting death threats for being a hero. Unreal. Who, what who, world we live What in? did they want? They wanted to let so then basically it's all the Trump followers, all the Trump supporters, the people who thought it was okay to rush and do that. They're the ones that are mad. Oh, now I'm getting this. Now I understand. Got it. Ah, yet I ain't tell you what, man. Look, the bottom line is, you look at what went down last week, and you look what's going on today, and it took the it took the country down a road that's. Well, ugly. I feel dirty. Stained. So, wanted to be back to what it was. Unfortunately, right now, what it was is no reality. It's simply a dream. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. What in the world, Frank, went down yesterday... In those hockey games in Canada, bro. Apparently, it was a it was a hectic evening in Canada. One of them went to overtime. My understanding. Yeah, um, man. That was on you, right? Yeah, that's on me. I hate what I have it on loud during the during the music, and then I forget to turn it down. Yeah, I told you, man. That's why I kept on trying to steer you towards those Canadian teams because those Canadian teams, uh, the hockey's exciting up there. So it was uh, Montreal and the Leafs. The Leafs end up tying the game with like a minute left, and then end up ultimately winning it in overtime. Yes, indeed, with uh, just 63 seconds to go, uh, the Canadians, actually, no, what am I looking at here? 
All right, so you're gonna have to teach me. When it says the minute, is it the minute into the into the period or minutes left in the period? Uh, I have to see. Where are you looking at? ESPN. Mm-hmm. Depends on the website. So let me look at ESPN and see how they have it's it. Like Jimmy Vesey scored a goal at 10:33 of the third period to tie it up at four. So then the line under, what? How much time is there? They go up, because in hockey usually they count up on time. Yeah, no. So like when I announce a hockey game, if it happens on at 11 minutes, like what left on the clock. I'll say the goal was scored nine minutes into the quarter, or the period, actually, because there's no quarters. Josh Anderson scored a uh, goal for the Habs to make it 4-3, and it says third period, a minute three, Josh Anderson, second goal of the game. Or second goal of the game, yes. No, so what they do is they do it by how much time has passed in the game. Correct. Same way as soccer. So then Vessi's tying goal was midway through the third period, mm-hmm. not with a minute left. Oh, my apologies. I was, I was listening to another game. I don't know the game. No, I'm just, I'm trying to get clear on this. I'm the one that's an idiot about it. Like, I don't. So that one was exciting. Then Vancouver Edmonton was 5-3. That one looked like it was uh, exciting as well. Um, At one point, Vancouver led 4-2 about midway through the third period. Adam Larson scores a goal to, you know, bring it to one. Um, was just getting around trying to get back in that game. Evidently, the Canucks, uh, Brock Bozer scores his second goal of the game to uh, to lock it in at 5-3. So, I got to learn all the stats. This is all good, man. Look at this. I mean, this is fantastic. Yeah, the Blackhawk game, that's the, that's the game that I mainly focused on because I was doing some things with Addison and stuff and introducing her to hockey. So it was just very frustrating to watch, man. Like, at one point, like, it, so they held on tough for a minute. Pa- Tampa scored a power play goal. And then all of a sudden, I closed my eyes. I turned around, went to go get water or something, and it was 2 nothing. Then I decided to go to the bathroom to put something away. Came back, it was 3 nothing. It was just totally, uh, it, was, it was, yeah, I was depressed. But then again, I saw their team, and I'm like, yeah, Taze was hurt. Um, and for the most part, they're kind of in a rebuilding process because after they lost Coach Q to the Panthers, then for the most part, they haven't necessarily been able to catch back up. They've been kind of rebuilding. They've been, I don't know how they've been able to keep Jonathan Taze on the team because that's, that's, that's the guy. And for the most part, you know, whenever teams start to rebuild, the stars kind of want to leave the teams, but he's kind of just hung tough. So tonight there's a bunch of games on the docket, but there's no Florida game. No. I believe they play tomorrow. Yeah, well, that was a postponed game. And tomorrow, that's right. That's what it was. Tomorrow's game is postponed as well. That's right. In fact, Florida seems to have a bunch of postponed games. Two. All right, so I'm learning this. this is they play the Hawks on, uh, on Sunday. Cool. That's their first game. Cool stuff. Puck drop, 7 p.m. Anybody joining me on this? On what? Raw, raw hockey. I mean, I like to watch hockey sometimes. You have a favorite team, Sabrina? Um, I like the Panthers, but sometimes I watch the New Jersey Devils, too. Sabrina knows hockey. She knows her hockey. Mm-hmm. I wonder if your son watches hockey. No, I don't think he does. Anthony, you don't watch hockey, right? Nope. He watches about as Manager. much hockey as Monique does. Yeah, that would be right on the same boat. Right, Monique? Surprised. I'm surprised that uh, that Anthony's not a hockey fan, bro. You, considering you from New York, and you're with the Rangers and all that. 
Surprised you didn't uh, pass that down to your son. Then again, there's not much to pass down because you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, if you talk about my background, you kind of pass down baseball to me. So, I mean. Araya, you enjoy yeah. hockey? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was a setup what question. What am I going to watch? You know that's a setup question. You know, I know the answer to that, but I just, I wanted to hear because you always deliver it funny. When you ask for the mouse words, you go, uh, no. So, that's cool. <laughs> You heard Steve, Go uh, Steve Kerr's the GOAT? Why is he the GOAT? So Dray apparently Draymond and uh, Steph were late to a team flight, and they were joined by Drake. Steve Kerr decided to find all three of them. Steph, Draymond, and Drake. And Drake pretty much says, yeah, it's my fault here. Here's the fine. Yeah, I heard that story. I thought that was pretty funny, actually. And then Drake said something about it in a song. Well, of course Drake was going to turn it into some sort of course. He always sings it, turns line. it into a song. By the way, Anthony did the research, and the, 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 the difference between Florida and OSU was two years, and now OSU to Jacksonville would be three years. So it's about that two, three-year range that he needs to for family absence. Okay. Yeah, and then he gets the edge back. Okay. Cool. This would be his first time, though, in the pros, right? Uh, yes, he's, so this never, is, he's never coached in the pros. Before. This would be interesting that he took that Jacksonville job, but what perfect time to come in now considering that they have the number one pick in the draft and look at the talent that's coming out of the draft. Knowing Urban Meyer, he would just pick Justin Fields first overall. That's what I was thinking, man. Like I was like scratching my head. I'm like, is he going to go with the OSU guy? But I don't think he's that dumb. I, I, I don't think he'll... Uh... I don't know. You can never underestimate Urban Meyer. But he's gonna I lose the fan base if he goes. If he goes field, yeah. he's gonna lose the fan base immediately. He he's, he can't be put in that position. I think the obvious choice is Trevor Lawrence. Why? Why is that obvious? Because he may go down as one of the greatest college football players of all time. Your eyes aren't he, lying to you, bro. Yeah, exactly. but hold on. The but those greatest college football players of all time never work out in the pros. That's fine, but there's amazing college football players that work out on the pros. You can't just be like, oh, just because he was good in college means he's going to be bad in the NFL. He's the best prospect currently. He has the best talent, and it's been shown on national television multiple times in big stages like the national championship, the playoffs, and even championship, uh, conference championship games. So he's done it on pretty much every stage and any stage he can. Why can't he do it in the NFL? Because I think the NFL is a quicker league. And when everybody's done it at college and they've come to the pros, they haven't been able to do it that way. It's a different dynamic. It was a six-round pick out of Michigan that decided he could dominate that position. But then guys come in as first-round picks, first picks of the draft, and they do diddly squat. So I'm not so sure yet. I mean, Trevor's got to play some games in the pros. Really? Yeah, but who would you take other than Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, there's not there's not another obvious number one pick. Like I know that Justin Fields is, the name is being thrown into the conversation. Uh, you can't go Devontae Smith, even though he runs over everybody. We don't know how that speed is going to translate to the NFL. And, and if they pick him, they don't have anybody to throw him the ball, anyways. So you kind of well, they kind Devontae of are Smith stuff. has the most elite route running in the class. Great, but who's going to throw him the ball? Tua. No, I'm not talking about. Well, we're talking. We're talking about Jacksonville. We're talking about Jacksonville. Oh. We're talking oh. about Jacksonville, and that's if Mario. That's if the Jets even decide to pass on him, because the Jets are in a position no. that they can pick up Devontae Smith and then worry about trying to pick up a quarterback later on. No, no, they get Penay Sewell. That the Jets are getting Penay Sewell. That's who the Dolphins are projected to Absolutely. pick. No, no, 
the Dolphins need need offense, and the Jets need an O line. They have one of the worst O lines in the league, and that's how you build a team: O line first, the rest second. Understood, Mario. But the Dolphins also don't have an O line, and the Dolphins right now are being projected on every single mock draft to go ahead and pick the O line guy. So even if Devontae Smith and Devontae Smith isn't even projected to go three. So that's the scary part of the entire thing. So if the Jets do go Justin Fields, then the Dolphins are put in the position to probably go for that O-line if they don't if, but but the fans want Devontae Smith. The team is going to want the O-line because like how you say they have to build that O-line and they don't have an O-line to protect Tua. Oh, I agree. Miss the boat here. I don't want to miss the boat. Every so often these youngsters come into the pros and they do just what they did in college and it's not usually in the quarterback position, believe it or not. Be very careful, bro. It's usually the sleepers that come in and make an impact. True, but if you pass on this Devontae Smith, you might run yourself into a little trouble. I'm not I don't think they should pass on Devontae Smith. I think it's gonna be a joke if they go O line again. That's what they always do. They always go O line or D line. O line or D line. O line or D Bro, pick somebody that's gonna make a splash. So they went for the two of pick because it was the fan favorite. Again, I, in my opinion, Frank the Tank's opinion, it was the wrong decision. However, they're gonna have to do what they're gonna have to do now. Are they gonna have to? Are they gonna keep Tua, or are they gonna go ahead and fill the mind of everybody else with the whole Deshaun Watson bait that was thrown out there last week, and go ahead and make the move for him? If you're gonna ask me, I'm going for the bait, and I'm going for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Listen. They got rid of his weapons, and yeah, he didn't do much, but the Texans still ended up putting up points, and all of the responsibility for the points on the board were all because of Deshaun Watson. Frank, did you learn nothing from Josh Allen? Have you learned nothing from judging a quarterback on his rookie year? We're not judging on his rookie year. He had the rookie year with the weapon. Why are you training with a weapon, him? With a weapon, and this year he had no weapons. And the wins that they were, the wins that they got, he was responsible for them because he was putting points on the board. Yeah, but do you trade that number three pick for him? Yes. And Tua. And Tua. I'm sorry, Frank, no. Yes, not... and Tua. Goodbye. Goodbye. No. Let's go. No, bro. No. You have to cut your losses when they're at. You're going to keep Tua. It's another failed project. Good, congratulations, Miami Dolphin fans. You have another quarterback to add to your list that you thought was all hype and is a big bust. Frank, he's played nine games in the NFL. Okay. You cannot judge a quarterback by playing nine games in the NFL with the amount of weapons that he has. He has Mac Hollins. As I'm not judging on the play, Anthony. I'm not judging on the play I'm of this year. I'm judging overall. And it wasn't the smart decision. So what, what it's now is now is too late. But Deshaun Watson overall is a better and more talented quarterback than Tua. And he's shown us more. Both in college and in the pros. Yes, we get and that. And that was on a rookie year. And that was just thrown in there because he had to be thrown in. And look what he ended up doing. And I'm not comparing Tua with that. Tua was put into a position to fail. The Dolphins, for whatever reason, decided to go ahead and listen to the fan base and put in Fitzpatrick, and then it was a failed project. And it's a failed project if you continue to pull your rookie quarterback and put in the veteran in there and mess with his mind because it's always psychological. And now he's hearing the discussions around town that they rather have Tua, I'm sorry, that they rather have Deshaun Watson over Tua. I understand what you guys are saying. Unfortunately, though, it's going to come out in the future. It's not going to come out today. It's going to come out in the future how wrong of a decision it was. I, I thought that was well said. I thought it was well said. Here's the only issue I have with what both of you have said. So Tua has only played nine games, but when you talk about a guy like Deshaun Watson, he's played in the league. So good, bad, or indifferent. This is kind of like the argument I had with you, Anthony, the other day about Garoppolo and about your boy Kyler Murray. Is we get caught up in perception and we don't, deal with reality the same way 
And there's a perception as to why I tell you what I tell you about Garoppolo, not because I think he has more talent than Kyler Murray, but a lot about how I judge you has to do with what you've done. And an excuse can't be you're just a rookie. <laughs> I'm looking for results. If the rookie shows a promise to build into something like that, then that's great. But if you're looking to win and you got a guy like, you know, you have the potential of getting Devontae Smith and you want someone to throw him the ball, you have a tough decision to make. Is it the guy who used to throw him the ball in college or is it a dude that's been throwing the rock around for a few years and has shown that he has some range as a quarterback? I don't know where he sits amongst other quarterbacks. Is it worth it? Because I'm going to tell you, Frank, Deshaun Watson's not Aaron Rodgers. Not saying that either. Deshaun Watson. And, and, and him, too, has not done well in the playoffs. So, like, what I judge others on, I'm going to judge him, too. Like, he's had one playoff opportunity. Okay, well, I can only judge on what he's done. And they were up 24 points before the defense decided to implode. Agreed. But I can only go on what you've done. Because we get lost in paradise and not realize... You can only judge someone by what they've done. The promise of what they've done, that's cool, but that's not judgeable. That's a wait-and-see thing. Think about it, man. At the end of the day, as much as I love Tua, if you're going to go ahead and draft Devontae Smith and have a chance to get a guy like Deshaun Watson, you probably have to go that route. I'd like to see Tua stay. The thing is, if we get Deshaun Watson, there is no Devonta Smith for him to throw the ball to because we would have to trade that third overall pick or find a way to keep that third overall pick. Then, then, then it's not it's not in play then. Yeah, we would need to trade away our defense to not get rid of that third overall pick. And that's something I'm not willing to do. Well, then welcome in the offensive line of the Oregon Ducks. At least that lineman, right? That guy. That's what I meant. Penny. That's a safe move, you know. <laughs> it's not going to be. Everyone's going to hate it. It's always a safe. They always go for that safe move. They, uh, move. they never try to go after the star. It's, and never. And it's and I think it's foolish for them to go after an old lineman with a number three pick of the draft. But, I mean, that's just me. I, I think they should go for a splash. I mean, they have an early second round pick. Tua is from Alabama. So why not with third of all pick? Pick the first highest wide receiver in the past. 20 or so years in Devonta Smith. And with that early second round pick, pick Najee Harris from Alabama, and bada bing, bada boom, you have that Alabama trio. And now Tua has guys that he knows. Tua can develop well and better in the NFL. And all these things that you said about Tua can be proven false in just a few short years. So you're a big fan of Tua. Absolutely. I will defend him. All I am. Time. I mean, it's not his fault. I'm just saying I, that. It's not his fault. I think they put him in too early. I think they put they were kind of desperate. Um, I don't know why, because it seemed like Fitzy was going with a good rhythm when they when they went to go ahead and pull him. And I have no problem. If that's your move, then that's your move. Live by it. Don't now start playing around and during during multiple games on oh let's it's not working, so let's pull him. And then come the very next week and then put him in again. What they did to Fitzpatrick in the beginning of the season was awful. And then they come back and they saved their ass, put him in a position to maybe get into the playoffs with the with the with the with the with the Las Vegas game. And yes, granted, the COVID thing happened, but they didn't name him the starter. They named two of the starter. So Fitz, you ask Fitz to come back, save your ass, put you in a position now to get into the playoffs. But you're still gonna be like, nah, bro, thank you for your help, but we're still gonna go with this guy. What are you guys doing? That's not that that's not being run properly. 
No, not at all. But still, you need to give the rookie opportunity. I personally you, think you that also, he started you, way too early. You also, yes, you also need to do and give the rookie the opportunity to be molded, to grow. And that's the way it used to be back in the day. The Aaron Rodgers, the 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 the, the Brett Favre's even. They all sat down behind somebody for multiple years and they learned and they were able to groom their game. The moment they were put on the field, they were doing everything right. And that's the that's what I believe in. Not this new school uh, uh, mindset of football, which everybody wants results immediately. So they're saying, oh, let's, let's, just put them in. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. And I don't think it was a good. I don't think it was right for 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 two and a half to have to been put through that. But whatever, that's me. That's true. I may also be saying this just because I spent one hundred fifty dollars on a two a jersey. Yeah, so you're being defensive. Like <laughs> I'm gonna tell still. You, I think I'm gonna tell you. No, no, I'm gonna interrupt you guys. I was just letting you talk. Um. The days of developing quarterbacks are over. So I, I appreciate and commend your loyalty, Mario and and, um, and and Anthony. But you're in a win-now environment with a team that just came off of winning 10 games but didn't make the playoffs. And there's a lot of questions you have to ask. And if you want to be objective, one of those questions is, did we now win more games because of our quarterback situation? You have to ask yourself the honest question, if it was Deshaun Watson that's the quarterback or somebody else, would they have won more games? Absolutely. So you have to wonder if maybe there is a move that's necessary. And Portua is, you know, the uh, collateral damage. I'd like to see him in the Dolphin uniform forever. How many games, though, did Tua actually win because of Tua? There's a lot of games that the defense bailed him out, and then you have that Fitzpatrick-Las Vegas game that he bailed him out. So how many games did Tua, was Tua actually responsible for? Because Tua got the victories, you get the victories. You get the, you start the game and the team wins, you get the win. But the but but I know at least for sure two of those were defensive performances. That's true. Why are we judging the way he won? I don't think we do that in other areas. Because when you have 14 passes for 98 yards, it's kind of hard to tell say that Tua was the one that, that got that victory. That's why I'm saying it. And he had multiple games like that that his stats were super lopsided. Yeah, having an 85 QBR and still getting the win is different from having a 112 QBR and getting a win. It's it's different. All right, I can understand that, but I think a win is a win is a win. And I just I don't I don't know how to attribute it otherwise. Like, I think we sometimes d dive a little too deep into analytics. And if you're trying to develop a quarterback and you've invested a, a draft pick into him the way they did with Tua, uh, that's a commitment. Where were we looking at after he plays nine games, there's no commitment anymore? I don't know what to feel about this. I do believe Watson's better, but I don't think Watson takes you to the Super Bowl. And I also believe there's more potential upside with keeping to it, not short-term upside. So you have to ask yourself what you want. I know what Dolphin fans want. They want to finally win. They're tired of losing. I want Tua. I think Tua can, can help. I think Tua can make it work. That's just... Uh, just me being an old man. I, I like that guy. I think he's a good person. He's a winner, and he deserves an opportunity. Quarterbacks come and go. They really do. Deshaun Watson is not a generation-changing quarterback. He's a guy. He's a guy who plays pretty good, but he's not 
the end all. I'm not saying he is the end all. I know, all. so because of that is why I don't know that I'm so quick to make the change. But he's the best option out right now and, and for a few years now. The Dolphins aren't necessarily in, in towards the bottom half or towards the bottom tier of the league that they're going to be able to depend on a draft pick to be able to reconstruct their team. They're, they're now towards the middle tier of the league and, and the bottom part of the, the cusp of the playoffs. So they need to make a move. The best available option right now is Deshaun Watson. So how long are you going to ride the Tua train for? And then it leaves, now it puts you back another seven years because now for seven years, we're back to mediocre football of eight and eight and we're not going to get good draft picks. So don't you just have to cut your losses where you have them and try to make a splash and try to do something stronger so then you can go ahead and advance to the kind of, the, 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 you're right on the brink of it. You're on the brink of good or bad. So you really think the Tua will never be as good as Watson is today? Because I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't think he's going to be as good as Watson is today. I don't see it in him. That's why I'm then I, Watson's faster. I, Watson's able to get out of the pocket. I think Watson has more or more of an accurate arm. He's also not as scared. He came into the league showing that he wasn't afraid. There's a lot of uh, Tua looks like there's like he's a deer in headlights many times when he's in that pocket. He doesn't look he doesn't look confident. He looks very scared. Even sitting on the sidelines, he looks like he's pooping his pants. He doesn't look he doesn't look confident. I'm reading, I'm reading the body language here, and it doesn't look like somebody that says, all right, I'm ready to take this task and, and, and do this and grab the bull by the horns or whatever you want to call it and take over this team. I don't see that in him. It's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Good conversation here. Good morning, Amigo. On the other side, we'll keep it continue. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Some dude I used to know ruined this song for me. You tell me the same thing every time you hear it. Destroyed it for me. Great song, ruined it. Because all I can ever imagine is this person playing the eardrums. Oh, that's why. Because everybody thinks they can play the drums when this that part at least comes on. I let Phil play it. Well, I'm, I've been guilty of doing that too. I think we all have. But it's even who knows how to play them. The problem is that I don't do it like that. I end up, no, do, I end up do double drumming. Double drum. Oh, you do. Okay. Because when somebody sings, remember, I'm a, I'm a I'm a band, so I I'm more like I want to do this stuff. Yeah, but see, it always bothered me. Like so when I was doing marching band or whatever, and I'd be marching with the drums. So you have those people that go to the football games or whatever, and then whenever the band comes, everybody thinks it's funny. I'm gonna stand up. I can do it because I played the drums. Everyone thinks it's funny, so like they see the band, they start going like this, and they start acting like complete fools. And then you have the guitar people, and you gotta put the little face to it. Yeah. And my like, bro, stop! You look enough. dumb. You know how many? You're not the first person in history that's ever done this. Yes. Cut it out. Yes, enough. And you don't do it better than everybody else either. I got it. So yeah, so that's why I always double drummed it because whenever somebody sees me do it, I've had people be like, "Bro, you're a drummer." I'm like, "Yep," because everybody does the doodle 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 with a single whatever, and it bothers me. So I do my own way. It is what it is. But anyway, it is a good song though. Final segment of the program tomorrow should be interesting. Hannah's back. Ed's back. Should be interesting. Uh, Ed'll be back. I guess he gets in for the eight o'clock hour, or maybe even the nine o'clock hour. Who knows? We'll have some fun. It'll be Friday mood, right? I hope so. I haven't really touched the uh, the mix machine, have I? I've been off the mix machine. Uh, at least this week you have. Yeah, it's been a good seven days. I messed with it the other day just playing around. 
Might have been yesterday. Not on air, just for about five, ten minutes. There was a there was a mix that was playing in my head for a long time, and I did it, and I confirmed that it's going to be a fantastic way to open my next live mix. So silly me. Um, football this weekend, we'll get to that tomorrow. Um, tomorrow we'll talk about <clears throat> a lot of hockey that's going to get played tonight around the country and around Canada. Well, maybe not Canada. I don't know how many games are in Canada. How many games are in Canada tonight? Well, there was, wasn't it all Canada filled yesterday? So maybe there's no Canada games today. Um, there was only one. I mean, I think three Canadian teams yesterday played, but yeah, only maybe there's one Canada team. team. Doesn't matter. Well, there's a full slate of games today. Yeah, it's crazy. So hockey getting started. That should be good stuff. You got a Canadian um, matchup with the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Jets. You have another one over Vancouver, Edmonton. And those are your Canadian teams. They all play each other. Should be fun. There's no Thursday night football. See, that, that's gone. Um, that sucks. That's gone. But we can talk about the playoffs. But did you ever necessarily watch Thursday night football? Because I feel like you never did because it's always Rarely. the poor product. Rarely. It's always really bad. Here and there. Not often. Unless my team is in it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a game that it's actually worth something or whatever, but... Other than that, it's kind of a bad product, I think. Well, well tomorrow's opinion. a festive day for us on the show. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, tomorrow's a festive day on the show. Why? How so? Um, how can I put this? We're going to, even though he's not with us here and we, we may not even get to talk to him, we're going to celebrate Pitbull's birthday tomorrow. You do know that. For sure. So you got to make sure the music's all about Pit. Yes, sir. Are you good with that? Yes, sir. Is that a hint, hint for your ass right there? I think so. Yeah. So that we're gonna go that route, and then I might even dabble in a pitbull mix tomorrow. Okay. Just for giggles. You've been practicing. I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready. Doobie doobie doo. <laughs> That's very hockey. Was it doobie doobie doo? Yeah, I remember those guys. Ravens Bills Chiefs Browns. Can you name the commercial that was for? Budweiser. No. Bud Light? No. Wait, wait. Yeah, it was. No. Hold on. You're on the right track, though. <coughs> yeah, it was. It was Bud Light. No. It was either Bud or Red White. No? No. Bud Ice. Ice. But it was a Bud product. I said you're on the right track. Buccaneers play the, oh, the Saints. Packers play the Rams. Some good football games this weekend. I'm doing a good deed on Sunday. I'm not allowed to talk about it because it's a surprise. But I'm doing a good deed. I get the DJ on Sunday. Cool. For about an hour or so, but there's already a playlist, so I have a feeling I'm just be fading and whatnot. Like a fundraiser event, a birthday party, anniversary. It's a celebration of sorts. Wedding. Celebration of sorts. It, it, let, let's say uniquely the first time I've ever done anything quite like this. Oh, so that means that you're charging. No. Oh. No, no. This is out of the goodness of my heart I'm willing to do this. That's sweet of you. Uh, 2020 absolutely has made your heart grow three sizes. No, not really. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> you are like the Grinch. Look at that. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing it for Janine. Cool. Bananos wife. I learned recently she's not my sister-in-law. She, I, I've always I got confused. 
Oh, because he's not your brother. She's not my sister. No, he's not your brother. So she is my brother-in-law's wife. Right. That's so awkward though, because I always refer to her as my sister in law, but it's incorrect. Well, it's incorrect. Bro, uh, hold on a minute. It's incorrect. No, 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 no. It, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Frank, on are a minute. you my uncle? Hold on a minute. Are you my uncle? Hold on a minute. You are allowed. You are more allowed to say that than these girls, these teenage girls that run around and they call their boyfriend's moms my in law. No, bro, she ain't your in law. I've seen that a lot. My, my sister did it the other day. Oh, my mother in law. And I'm like, wait, ooh, hold on a minute. Ooh, and then I stopped ooh, in the sentence. She goes, ooh. what? And I go, when did you get married? She goes, I haven't gotten married. I'm like, so you don't have a mother-in-law. Well, even worse is the even worse is the the mothers of the of the kids that are going out. This is my son-in-law. Yes, daughter-in-law. I don't understand why these people do Ouch. that. Ouch. No. Like, like my mother-in-law never no, crossed no, the no, line no, or whatever, no, and neither no. did my neither my father-in-law. And I got to let him get away with I it one time. I let him get away with it one time because he was introducing me to somebody. And instead of going with the whole confusion of, oh yeah, this is my daughter's boyfriend. No, he just said my son-in-law because we were already engaged anyways. But no, 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 no. I, f- I feel the same way when people celebrate Mother's Day and they still haven't had the child. But whatever. That's a different or conversation. If or if they're the mother of, of two cute little pups that they Come have. Come on now, bro. Like you, you guys are like so... You guys are so eager to be so far ahead that you guys are already there. It's like kids. You know, like kids, I can't wait to grow up. <laughs> no, you get there when you get there, bro. Take your time. Tr- trust the process. Take your time. Trust the process. I feel like you agree with me. I do. So I think you I think you're more more of a right to say that she is your sister in law. It's incorrect though. I forgot. It's incorrect, Frank. I forgot who I'm talking it's to. It's inaccurate. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. We've talked about this already. South. Oh, South. Oh, always the South. I edited the sound, by the way. Oh, we got your laugh out? South. We got your reaffirmation South. in the background? Oh. How about the No, just keep it messy and with a lot of sauce. And you took it out as well. Yeah, you did it on both ends. I tried to bust <laughs> you on the other side. Yeah, I thought maybe, but I guess not. Oh, well. Such is life. Okay, fantastic. So tomorrow should be a, a, a lights-out show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to celebrate people's birthday. We'll get our kids involved. We'll get them to make comments and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. And what. Why do people say whatnot? What does whatnot mean? What not? I don't know. That's a New York term, though. I think that's up that north. Is, it actually is. It's northeastern or whatnot. You know what also bothers me? You ready for this one? I know it's going to bother you, Go vocabulary. For Go for it. Use guys. Use guys. I don't have to say that one. Use guys. That one you don't get me to say too often. You know people who actually say use guys? I don't. I know somebody, and she's not even from New York. She's, like, from Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, no, sir. Well, I'll tell you this. Tomorrow's going to be a blast. I don't think he knows we're going to celebrate his birthday. Do you think? I don't think he has any clue. Right? Right, right. What would he know? I mean, I know 
I know we can send him sound, so he'll be able to hear our shout out. Right? For sure, we're gonna send him some sort of sound tomorrow. We got, we're gonna do that. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Guys, end of the week coming up. Long weekend. Remember why you get Monday off, by the way. Remember who and why. Don't forget that. Importante. Importante. So. Let's cut to the chase, bro, shall we? Go for it. Straightforward. Straight. Cases are going up again. For once, you were going to say, let's get straight forward. And I, and I had three avenues, and I didn't know which way you were going to go. I don't know if you're going to do the Harden cases, NBA thing. Cases. I don't know if you're going to do the Trump impeachment thing or the coronavirus Care, thing. Cases are up, man. Come on. I don't talk about it because I don't know enough about it. And if I read, that doesn't mean I know anything about it. Putting a mask. Somehow, some way, people, let's realize what we have before us and let's not get our vision clouded, shall we? We must continue to march along with our day as normal as possible. Do yourself that favor. Do everybody that favor. I don't mean be irresponsible. It's just normal as possible within the boundaries and the guidelines. Gotta get past this. This is nuts already. 200, but... 236,000 new cases yesterday with 4,000 yeah. deaths. Okay. And I was in line for one of the tests, and I was there for a long time yesterday. Yep. Just, uh, just wondering. You and me, man, so far so good. Rock hard. <laughs> you know, the other day, I went the uh, shirtless route. Uh-huh. And I looked myself in the mirror, and I started laughing. You know why? Why? It wasn't about that I didn't have a belly anymore. Wasn't even the hairy chest to be honest with you, bro. Like I just sat there, I looked at myself, like a portion of myself is gone, shirtless, with a mask. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.